All right, uh, we got George, we got Kevin, we got Nick, we got Josh. It's Tadatus. Episode. Episode number forty. Number forty. We brought some friends. We brought some friends, some old friends, back to the podcast. Um, yeah. This is go. two podcasts in like three weeks, Joshua. We you are know, we're back at it here. You promised. You promised the, the listeners uh, one more episode before the year, and I didn't think it was going to happen, but we made it happen. We did. We, we did. All right, uh, George, Kevin, welcome. welcome, welcome, gentlemen. We uh, as a tradition, obviously, on Tadatus, we give a little tiki tiki here to what we're toasting and drinking. George, are you drinking seltzer or are you drinking the bougie wine? I was drinking the drinking ultras, the Michelob ultras. Ultra. That's cute. It's like diet beer. No, I've got, I've got, I've got a doctor's appointment on Friday, so I'm trying to stay slim and trim for the next two days. Uh, bless your heart. Oh, all righty. I see the commercials. Hey, is this, is this the, is this the, uh, is this the uh, doctor, your little Asian lady with the thin fingers? What in the world? Uh, I'm not to that age yet. George, why would, it, why would I know that you have an Asian doctor with thin fingers? You told me the story. Hey, oh. you pay, you pay extra for that. <laughs> 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 All right, George and the lady doctor with skinny fingers yes. already making an appearance on the podcast. Yes. All right, fellas, uh, what are we all drinking? We talk about that, uh, yeah, Nick. We got we got our drinks in. So normally, obviously, we're going to kick it off with a little bit of sports. Uh, hey, it's really, really, really fast sports tonight because uh, the Texans really suck. They mm-hmm. lost to the Bears. Yep, that's pretty much it. Um, mm-hmm. The Rockets traded John uh, Russell Russell Westbrook for John Wall. We talked about that last Hart, right? Harden wants out. He finally spoke to the media today to tell the media. That he has basically been uh, training, yeah, in, in Vegas, in Atlanta, in Vegas, with his personal trainers. Yes, yes. So, what do you think about this whole James Harden thing? I kind of wrote down a question, um, and it kind of goes like this: So, so James Harden is kind of mailing it in. We think, kind of, sort of. Um, I mean, obviously, that's bad for the team. We think, right? Um, do you think him mailing it in is going to be um, like the ammunition that gets him fired, you know what I mean? Is that going to get him the boot, the trade, whatever? Is is this is he going to force his way out? I guess is what I'm trying to ask. <sighs> you know, last time we talked about it, we were at, we were discussing, and I kept answering. He's got two years on contract, right? But the I think the long and the short of it is, I want to go fifty fifty after watching him last night with Cousins and John Wall and the interaction with the rest of the team. He definitely looked engaged. Uh, uh, okay. If they can get him to just buy in, I mean, why would you not want to play with this team with the with the, the amount of add-ons again? Listen, Lars and I talked about this uh, after our round today, and, and it, it frustrates me with James Harden, right? Eight years where the Rockets have done everything and anything that the man has asked. Every person he's asked to bring in, every person he wants to get rid of, they followed suit. They've right. done everything he wants. Not to mention they're paying this dude 40-plus million a year, and... You know, when we just run down the basic algebra of this, there's only one constant, and it's him. Right. Interesting. So either A, he is the problem, or B, he needs to fucking stop being a diva. Yeah, I mean, Dwight Howard, CP3, Russell Westbrook, Russell, he barely lasted a year, right? He basically brought these they, these guys were brought in to be the second star to his, you know, superstar yeah. needs, needs the Batman to Robin, whatever. And he basically ran them all out of town, right? So yeah, the, uh, you know, I'm kind of almost to the point now. Maybe I'll ask you the question like this: I mean, is is there an addition by subtraction kind of thing with James Harden? I mean, is there um, a, a rising star with a first round pick that you go, yeah, I'll make that trade? I mean, I don't know basketball enough to to know who those guys are, but if, Devin if, Booker. 
Okay, I, I don't again Phoenix. I don't know who, but there's there's a guy obviously for you, a young guy that you can pair with John Wall, John Wall, um, the other nucleus of guys. You got a pretty good team you, around right, him. You need if we if Devin Booker with our, at least one first round pick, I, I might make that deal. Okay, um, you know he's he's obviously kept saying he wants to go to Brooklyn, but I appreciate the Rockets' stance on Brooklyn. They say we would gladly trade you James Hart. Yeah, for either or, yeah. Kyrie, pretty or, simple, or Kevin Durant, straight up one for one. They don't yep. want it. Um, we also, and if we if we can't get superstar, then we want another top tier player and like four picks, and not four, four picks, picks, not twenty years. From I now. don't want four picks. I want uh, players. Right. But yeah. sure, right? I get it. I mean, is there is there a package available? I don't know. I don't think so. So. Do, ultimately, I want him to play. I want him to play here, and I want him to be want to be here because mm-hmm. I like the him and John Wall. Listen, mm-hmm. John Wall, if he's healthy, John Wall can ball. Period. He's de- defensive player of the year, better three point shooter than Russ ever was. Yeah, there you go. Uh, pretty good defender. He's health. His, his deal is health. If he stays healthy, then yeah, yeah, it's a nice it's a nice pickup. Um, and you got to pick with it, so it's nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, George. What do you think? Do you, watch, um, do you watch any basketball? I'm going to be honest with you. You, don't you know, I always tell you all, I don't really keep up because with COVID, I haven't really watched the Texans. I haven't watched the Rockets. Hey, we covered, <laughs> I just hey, we covered the Texans. I've been watching there, a little bit of college football. So when we get to that, I'll give you my input on that. Is there is there, is there a player in the NBA that if he got traded for James Harden to the Rockets that you would actually go, you know what, I'm going to watch the game tonight? No. LeBron James? I was hoping he was going to say something. No, old. no, I think I, I, I think. So if Michael LeBron Jordan came James out of retirement and says he's going to sign with the Rockets, you're not going to pay attention to that game. Uh, just because they they get paid millions of dollars and they want to bring in politics and stuff, and I want to watch entertainment, not politics. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are kind of leaning that way. They, hey, you missed, our, down, you missed our last podcast, by the way, because we determined that uh, NBA is actually nothing more than the WWE. Oh yeah, it's all um, it's all it's fake. a show. It's staged. Um, so we move on from basketball. Well, there's zero news on the Astros. I know, that's and, boring. Uh, there we go. And then now we can t- do a little bit of college football, Jorge. How do you feel about the Aggies getting fucked right now, sitting outside looking in? Is that what you think? They're getting fucked? Uh, how, how does an Ohio State team with less games total, they can't even play in their, their own conference championship? Yeah, but there's there's got to be some like learning curve for COVID. <sighs> sure. I mean, I get it. It is, it is what it well, is. Well, you know... I'm- <laughs> It just I sucks because they're they're as, up there and they had a good run. Yeah, I, I listened to little every little thing that can. Who they lose out, to? Right? So, I mean, Desmond Howard Alabama. came out today, and Desmond oh, right. Howard okay. was like, "Hey, the Aggies are kind of getting screwed here." Mainly, and part of that discussion as well is like, "Look at Florida. Florida loses to LSU and they drop one spot. Come on, man." Uh, it helps the Aggies obviously because they beat them, but at the same time, it's like eh, they love the SEC. But uh, I think Ohio State they they're obviously changing the rules. To get the, the whole COVID thing going, would Michigan have beat them? Probably not, but they're not playing the games that, that everybody else is playing. I don't know. We'll see. I think I think uh, Sunday after the games get played this weekend, there'll be a bunch of discussion. But honestly, I think the Aggies will be left out. Oh yeah, they're not getting uh, in. They're but a God's honest truth, do I think the Aggies are a, a, the, the top four team in the nation? Eh, probably not. I think they're probably number five, but I think they deserve a chance to get in there. I think if ever is a year that college expands the playoff, mm. do exactly what everybody else has done and tweak your fucking playoffs this year. Mm, that's a good point. For one say, and only reason, right? We've, had, we've, we've used it as an excuse for literally everything else this mm. year. I like that one. 
Yeah. Um, oh, I got a point. I got a ding. Yep. I got a point. Woo-hoo. One point for you. Um, I was gonna say right before you said that they they should do it. Yeah, I was gonna say would this lead um would this lead them to making the change? Because you know football seems to be one of these sports. It just takes a long time to to make changes. You know what I mean? It's like old school kind of deal. So it seems like um, in order for them to, to change to an eight team, even an eight team, it's like you know what I mean. That's a whole act of Congress well, almost. You know, it's, it's it's because of the bowl system. They're like it, it, they act like the bowl system is so immutable, so perfect, yeah. and that you can. There's no way we could tweak it. It's like we don't have to tweak shit, dumbass. Pick two more fucking games and put them into the playoff. Yeah. And make those, yeah. Take two more. Yeah, well, 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 yes. They they don't want to make changes, but they don't want to make changes because of money, right? Because they did make they are making changes for Ohio State, and they well, made those yeah. changes really quick. Well, that what was, are you saying? Like Ohio State gets some kind of preferential Ohio, treatment? Ohio State was not going to get to. They were not going to have enough games. Yeah, to I understand that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But but right? again, they're in the spot they're in, and they have no more teams to beat. So you can't penalize them for not having anybody else to play, right? But if you play five games or six games a whole season, yeah, but that's the whole thing. It's a COVID season, so you, you're going to have to listen. I'm 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 arguing for well, both points. Well, okay, yes, well, I think you should so, both allow Ohio State with their record to to be in that spot, but also take a good hard look at expanding the playoffs. The problem is, is they won't they can't whip it out. Well, they can't like, whip it's it. It's like, whip. The, like the Pac-10, right? So I, f- I forget who the hell was pulled out of the the their conference championship this weekend. So they flipped it, and now it's Oregon. And I think Oregon is either three and two or two and three on the season, mm. playing for a Pac-12 title. Isn't that crazy? Because of COVID, and it's like, how do we even have? I, I get it; it's not real, but it is real. Yeah. They're playing it, so mm. Are, so the kids get all a, a free year this year, right? Like all the students. Everybody athletes? gets eligibility, and they all yeah. uh, the NCA uh, the NCAA double assholes. I saw today were actually one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen them uh, do. What's that? They allowed immediate eligibility when transfer. For every yes. every single sport, every single school for this one year, or, or this, for anybody that's transferring this year, this school year, I don't know why they don't do that all all the time. I don't, yeah. But we'll everybody see. gets the free eligibility, so I was like, "Well, that's really nice of you." Uh, yeah, I don't know. The year, I think I think you're onto something with the idea that you, if you're going to radically change something, why not just use COVID as a backdrop to say, "Let's give it a try," and if it sucks, it works. And nobody, or it doesn't work, and nobody likes it. I mean, think about this year. You're not going to have like sellout crowds well, at, at bowl games. You know, you're going to have like sparsely populated if, if they're going to even allow anybody in the stands. We'll talk about right. we'll talk so, about that later. So but, think about like Ohio State, right? Ohio State, they they bend the rules and say, "Oh, well, they couldn't play the the same amount of games, so now they can still play for it." And you know what? Why why this year we can't say you know what we've had so many issues and the, and the schedules are so jacked up let's put six teams in let's put eight teams in maybe it's the covid year and we try it out no i'm, I'm with you you don't think anybody's gonna watch it of course they're gonna watch it you don't think they're gonna find stadiums to go play it in absolutely and they can't it's not like they're gonna get the money off off the tickets anyway so play the game put it on tv and let's try it out yeah i'm with it i'm with it i think you guys are on something kevin thoughts concepts beliefs I want the Aggies to win. <laughs> oh, whatever lets the Aggies win, I like that idea. That's that, my idea. I love it. I love it. Uh, I love it. Nice. Hey, by the way, just for the record, because I know George is really excited about the NBA season, I just wanted to make a final note about that, that the full basketball season comes back just before the uh, Pagan Festival of Saturnalia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going there already. <laughs> Why not? Um, Just before uh, that's uh, the holiday that you folks call Christmas. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're, we're like, what, a week and a half away from Christmas at this point? Wednesday. Uh, today is the 16th, so nine days. Nine days. That's, that's like around the corner. You guys done shopping? Are you finished shopping with your shopping yet? I have to go buy one more thing for Nicole. 
Uh, everything else is Amazon, baby. Hell yeah, Amazon. Um, you know, of of all the of all the like economic wrecking situation of COVID, Amazon is making out like a bandit. And if you like, if you want to go down the conspiracy theory really, really early, it, it's kind of interesting that. While have most we, people are crumbling, have we not talked about this? There's a handful of companies that are like having record years. I mean, have like, we, have we? I'm guessing we haven't talked about this on the podcast, George, Kevin. You guys have any idea how much fucking money that Amazon makes on a daily basis? And even better than that, because we, we can Before pull the COVID or like right it, now, right? right now. It, just in general, what they make right now, we can pull the, the exact numbers. But here's where I'll tell you, it's even more fucked. Fuck the actual dollars, because it's it's billions, right? Every single day, there's so many millions of transactions. They hold. So if you have a store, George, you're selling a product to Josh. Josh bought it on Amazon. It's shipped. According to his bank account, you, or he already paid. You, the vendor, the seller, I'm Amazon. I have built into myself a three-week float on your money. I can float all transactions today. For twenty up to twenty one days before I distribute your cash, I just gave myself two billion whatever it is a day times twenty one days. Mm-hmm. That much of a line of credit at zero percent interest, and I'll I do whatever I want with your cash mm-hmm. during that time because I promise you I will give you your mm-hmm. money. I got it. I got, got it. it. I'm gonna, have it. I'm gonna you, have it tomorrow. By the I way, I will give it to you when I fucking feel like it. And yeah. I heard this from a buddy of mine who sells on Amazon, and I was like, "Say that again to me slower." Yeah, I think you told me about this in the garage. Out of your fucking mo- three weeks. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Amazon's oh. Amazon's crushing it during during the COVID. Um, Walmart's crushing it. It's it's so it's it it just kind of goes into this whole thing, and we're we're like really early to talk about this kind of stuff, but like this idea that. Um, Mom and pop stores can't open, and and we're pretty lucky in Texas. We just got some goofy rules where you gotta like wear masks and don't touch each other and stay away from each other and don't look at each other or whatever weird. Um, restaurants are super goofy. Like you have to wear your mask while you're walking around, but sit at the table perfectly safe. Um, but some places like they're shutting down. Like you see, California is like going to lockdown. Oh, yeah. um, th- their outdoor dining is yeah. now done. 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 Um, New York is still allowing outdoor dining. Only it's about to hit a blizzard there. Right. <laughs> um, it's perfect right about now. Yeah, that's a perfect time <laughs> yeah. to allow outdoor dining. Yeah, um, so it's 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 just it's just you know more and more and more into this crazy this crazy world that they're forcing us into. Uh, we're gonna get into like some really crazy stuff here in a little bit, but um, it's just it's an interesting point that you know Christmas around the corner and we're all sitting here going on Amazon. No, we should probably shop at Amazon quite a bit, but like it's you're almost forced to now, right? Nobody wants to go to the store now. Just by the way, uh, Amazon makes six hundred thirty-eight million one hundred thousand every single day on a twenty-one day float. That equates to thirteen billion. Four hundred million, one hundred thousand. That's a spicy meatball. Don't hate the player, hate the game. No, I'm just right. telling. How how much of a fucking gangster are you that you sit, you float thirteen billion dollars? Because I can, I can tell you, George, I will give you your fucking three hundred dollar transaction in two weeks. I got you, dog. I'm not going to. It's not going to be three weeks. It's two weeks. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Well, I sit on thirteen billion dollars. Oh my goodness! All right. Um, any other anything sports you guys want to talk about? Texans are out of the playoffs. We talked about that. Uh, Astros suck. There's no other uh, college football. We're already done with that. Um, nobody cares about college basketball yet. Um, nobody cares about soccer. Okay, we're done with, done with George, sports. George cares about soccer. George, George is a big I'm soccer. about soccer. Look at him. Look at him. He's excited. 
Diego Maradona, how many times did you cry when when he died? What's going on over there? That sounds like wild animals. Wild, wild animals. Wild. I think that was Isabel yeah, telling you, you and your, your friends, you pipe down over there. I think that she just barged into the office and said, this is my office, punk. Yeah. Oh, Debo. Rest in peace, Debo. Debo. That's. Damn, man. Tiny uh, Lister. Tiny Zeus Lister. Drink to another him. Another yeah. motherfucker, dude. 2020 won't stop, by the way. He was, what, like 62? Yeah. That's, he, I didn't even think he was that old. I don't know how old Debo was, but. Uh, yeah, he was in his 60s. I don't know. Well, apparently, he's the, he's the fourth member, uh, member of that uh, cast. Of, 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 yeah, Friday. Bernie that. Mac, Debo. Oh, uh, to die? Um, yeah, the Bernie dad. What's, uh, oh. what's, what, what, was the, uh, what was the dad's name? I don't remember, his, I don't remember any of their names. And then, uh, old girl. The dad from Fridays. Old girl, um, Janet Jackson, but not Janet Jackson, the one that had the weave, the big girl. She died? Yeah, she passed away too. Yeah, her. Yeah. That. <laughs> see, I what was that? Damn shame. Right. Damn yeah. shame. That's funny. Uh, man, that's crazy. Uh, fucking 2020. 2020. You guys looking forward to 2021? Like, you think it's going to, everything's going to change? Like, But what if the Mayans were dyslexic and it was supposed to be 2021, not 2012? It would make sense. Is that what you think? You think the world's going to end? I have no idea. No. I'm just ready for this year to be over. Why? What do you think is going to be? I keep people keep saying nothing. That. I don't like, think anything's going to change. I, but it's I, just like you know what? Let's let's go. I mean, it's like every time you turn around. By the way, I think I haven't told you, but I think we think Joel has COVID now. Oh Jesus! Um, so he's been sick for about a week, so and it's just one. Of, it's like every that. week you turn around, it's something, it's something, it's something. It's like. Maybe, and again, I'm not a big superstitious guy, even though I'm Mexican and I wear a big cross. Um, <laughs> I want every you know, single chain. I, I've got to try to light switch off a certain way, and you know, I can't step on cracks and stuff. But anyway, besides <laughs> just a couple things, not, I'm not, not really that superstitious. But I just think this year needs to end. It just needs to. But see, end. I, I think, I, people, and I don't think, I don't think, I don't think next year is going to change anything. I think the numbers are going to continue to rise. I don't think, you know. The, obviously, the 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 vaccine's not going to come out fast enough, right? I don't see it till summertime that we'll get anywhere. But I'm just, I'm done with 2020. Um, I, so I, I keep I people say, I keep hearing people uh, say, I'm done with 2020. I'm gonna tell you, there's one beautiful, simple thing that we get to do starting again, January of 2021. What's that? Take a month off of drinking? Well, you don't have to write out the full year anymore. You just write 21 at the end, like when you date stuff mm. now. Because if you date it and leave the two right. zero right, so they could change it. Right, right? I right. understand that. I wrote twenty anyways, but I, I understand the point. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be so life changing. <laughs> that problem, I guess. Well, you're, you're right. I'm you're right, Nick. Right. Life's going to get so I'm, much easier I'm, now. Two extra digits. Well, I don't have to write. We don't even have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> I don't have to that's write. I don't have to write two extra digits. That's ridiculous. Um, I was going to say that I that I keep hearing people say, "Oh, I just can't wait for this year to be over." And and I think it's the same people, or it's the same mindset that like, "Oh, COVID ends on November third. You know what I mean? You know, on November third it ends. And like, I was like. What does that mean? You know what I mean? I kept like curious. What does that mean? Like, I hope so. I hope that's it. Like, all right, we're done. We, we changed presidents or we kept the president, whatever it was. But um, it's, it doesn't seem like November 3rd was the cure. Obviously, um, it, it doesn't seem like to me that 2021 or January 1st, 2021 is going to be any different than December 31st of the previous year. I feel like it's just more of the same. I think it's, it's more of the politicians um, flexing their muscle at every freaking, uh, you know, every every chance they get to try to lock us down more or take more rights away or more liberties away and i you know i'm i'm really not convinced of anything 
that I've seen anybody tell me that what these measures are doing are helping humanity survive this pandemic. You know what I'm saying? We're keeping you safe. So, so let's 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 just obviously we're going there, and it's yeah. fine. Let's just dive into it. So, COVID nineteen, the global scamdemic, is what I have written on my notes, Joshua. That's nice. So we are nine months and or no eight months and five four days post the lockdown. The fourteen days to, to slow the spread the or what? Two weeks to slow the or to flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. That's that was the phrase they told us. Two weeks to flatten the curve mm. started on March eleventh. The World Health Organization declared COVID nineteen a global pandemic. Mm. March the twelfth. The U.S. went into lockdown mode, right? During that time, blah, 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 blah. It was the great toilet paper shortage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the <laughs> freak out amongst all um, to do anything anywhere except for essential workers and essential businesses, which is amazing how many motherfucking essential businesses yeah. we have. While that said, during that first couple of weeks, whatever, you know, you, you had our attention and people were willing to listen. What has happened now when we dive into the actual numbers, right? Currently, COVID-19 in the U.S., we've had a total of 16,519,668 cases, according to the CDC. Mm-hmm. Those same numbers reflect a total death of 302,992. Now, when we do basic math, Basic math. That is not the compl- complicated zero point zero one eight three four percent. George, that's you know total one, total mortality rate of not, people who caught not, it. Not two percent, not two percent, just less than one or a little over one, right? But not quite two. Now, if you remember, though, about three months back, maybe four, the CDC came out and told us when you actually analyze the numbers and you go through the data, and we talked about it on one of the podcasts, that all of this broke down to six percent of the quote unquote deaths attributed to COVID, only 6% didn't have comorbidities. Comorbidities including the nonsense we've seen in car accidents and, you know, you had a 23-year-old kid in Georgia on a motorcycle and shit like that, right? All these things have been lumped into it. Here's what's really fun, right? So we go again to the other side of the math. So if I take 6% of that total death figure, uh-huh. so instead of being 1.8%, uh-huh. we're now down to 0.0011%. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so what are you trying to say? So I'm saying that at worst, it's a 1.8% fatality rate on this across total numbers, right, in the U.S., or it's one one hundredth of a percent? And that is given the numbers that, that they're giving us, which... As of today, from the CDC. Well, what, I'm, what I was going to try to say is I, I think the numbers are juiced, right? So um, one of one of the the reasons, I guess, that we're kind of given or led to, to believe that is the reason for this second wave or whatever they're calling it is the cases keep going up, right? And they keep calling cases which are positive PCR tests, right? So um, I'm going to play a little clip here in a second for you, which is Dr. Fauci, the, the famous Dr. Fauci, you know, the 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 man god, whatever, Dr. Fauci. Um, did you see how fast that Biden asked him to be his whatever, whatever, whatever in the new president, the new um Administration. I did not. Yeah, know. he's like, yeah, we'd like you to be whatever the whatever role he has now, the leader on infectious whatever. Basically, he's like a, a government. You mean he's he's still the exact same position he's yeah. had since 1984? Yeah, with Reagan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So so okay. So there's a problem with the PCR test. Okay, and the problem with the PCR test is um, there's a certain cycle rate. Have you guys heard about this, Kevin George? You heard about this? Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Th- yeah, there's a certain sound. I've been, I've, I've been tested three times. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to play this. Repeat. All right, hang on one second. Here we go. Right. Again, a good question. And what is now sort of uh, evolving into a bit of a standard that if you get a cycle threshold of 35 or more, that the chances of it being replication competent are minuscule. Mm. So that if somebody, and you know, we do, we have patients, and it's very frustrating for the patients as well as for the physicians. Somebody comes in and they repeat their PCR and it's like 37 cycle threshold. But you never, it, you almost never can culture virus yeah. from a 37 threshold cycle. So I think if somebody does come in with 37, 38, even 36, you got to say, you know, it's just it's just dead nucleotides, period. Mm. Yeah, so they're they're doing these tests and they we, they were caught. There's some some clinics that were they were having a cycle threshold of like 40, right? And so something like 99% of the people were coming back with a positive test, right? And of course they're reporting all of that. Once you get one positive test, you can't go back to work until you get a clean test, right? So you have to go back and get another test. So how many times are these people testing? How many times are they testing this cycle threshold at a very high rate? How how many times are they giving these false positives in order to create this, you know, massive spike in cases that we're seeing right now, which it's probably there are some actual cases that are going on because this is kind of the flu season, although it it does seem to me like there's actually zero flu. um, uh, Well, so I I love that you just segued there. I got to piggyback. So we talked about tentatively before we even came up with the podcast, the title for it, right? We were talking about trust in the science. One of the greatest things that we have done, everybody get ready to fucking pat yourself on the back. You know what we've done in 2020, as bad as this year has been? Give yourself a fucking pat on the back because we've eradicated heart disease, mm-hmm. pneumonia, wow. the flu, mm. cancer. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure any and all other ailments that people have yeah. died from in the past. It seems so crazy that they're that all is, gone. Yeah, but it seems so crazy that, that happened in a year when like all the doctors are busy working on COVID. You know what I mean? Like they've, they've put all their attention on COVID, and that is still still on top of that. We've imagined we've been you know we've, we've got a fast track vaccine coming. Yeah. Amazing. I can't wait. Amazing. I can't wait. All right, hey, let's do this. Let's take a break right here, boys, and we'll come back and talk more COVID stuff. And just like that, drinks are refreshed, and we've come back to go right back to what we were talking about, which is <coughs> COVID-19. Oh, COVID-19. Scandal. Is it going to turn to COVID-21, COVID next year? Are we changing the name of it? Or? Well, we left on a high note, right? Science has eradicated um, herpes, gonorrhea, syphilis, <laughs> AIDS, cancer, pneumonia, sickle cell. Unfortunately, we uh, have uh, sleep apnea, COVID left. But, but uh, COVID is still left with I the fast a- track. Uh, vaccine on the way, ladies and gentlemen. I saw. A, I want to add real quick to the 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 idea that everything's COVID now. Um, there was a line that was like forty percent of COVID deaths in some county were homicides. It was like they had like five deaths in that county in a certain time frame, <laughs> and two of them were or, or five COVID deaths, two of them were homicides. Anyways, right, yeah. anyway, so we're we're talking about. Um, yeah, we're talking about how crazy this whole thing is. Where do you want to go next? Which which turn do you want to take? So, we, you know, we've, we've talked about how, you know, one of the first things George even mentioned was, you know, the numbers keep going up, right? They just keep going up, and we're talking outside briefly. You know, Joel's probably got it. He's sick. You, he couldn't get tested. Apparently, apparently, the universe doesn't want to test Joel. However, between the four of us, I think there's like six or seven tests that have been taken. By the way, 
None of those tests have been taken by anybody in Studio A. No. Uh, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's why we can keep doing this. Right, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin how many tests have you taken? Uh, myself, I've had three. My wife has had three, and my daughter had one. Seven in the house. Nice. Jorge? Uh, I'm the only paranoid one. Just three. <laughs> just three. Right, well, so you had your you took you took tests because you thought you might have had it like just you were sick. Well, uh, so you no, are, you so are I, kind of paranoid. First, the first the first one I took was when I went to that funeral, when, which yeah, yeah. Nick went with as yeah, well. Okay. And then uh, my aunt, and my uncle ended up testing positive afterwards. My uncle ended up passing away from like, it, okay, so yeah. uh, I wasn't feeling great afterwards. Again, the problem with it is that the minute that you think you have allergies, it's not really allergies anymore. It's COVID. We, yep. we cured allergies. Right. No, I saw. And so and so I went and got tested and it took about nine days, 10 days to get my results. It didn't matter because I would already been cured by the time they get my results. What did they do? They fucking send a carrier pigeon 10 days. Yeah, I I, I think it was even longer than that, to be honest with you. It's been it's been obviously several, several months, but it took forever. It was just to the point where it was like, yeah, I feel fine. Who cares? Hey, by the way, George, it's December 16th. Uh, The the funeral you attended in May, uh, you actually did not have COVID at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we ended up, you know, doing some. Nobody had COVID after out after all, so it looks like they got COVID after they left the funeral, and that's where they got it, right? Yeah. Uh, and then a couple other ones was just, you know, I I was around a big big people, big big groups of people, and it was like, and I wasn't feeling good afterwards, and I'm a hypochondriac. What are you going to tell you? Yeah. Okay, one. Yeah, you're a hypochondriac. Yeah, that's a true thing. Um, so I, I assume these are all PCR tests we took. Is that the whole? Is that the Did whole? they do the nose swab? Is that what that is? Uh, the, so, so the the PCR test doesn't necessarily have to. I'm going to become an ex- expert on COVID testing. By yeah. the way, uh, it you can do the rapid test through the nose, and it doesn't necessarily. It's not necessarily a PCR test. That's an antigen so, or antibody, right? What it was one of those? Something like that. Yeah, it's a different kind of test. It, there, no, there's so there's there's the rapid test, then there's an antibody test, uh, and then there's the PCR test. Right. Is, P- there, I don't is think there a P test? No, I don't think so. There is not. And if they touch your penis, they're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's a okay. special. But you can, but you can pay extra for that. Oh. All right, hey, let me let me drop this little uh, clip here. This is um, I was telling you guys earlier about uh, this guy, Carrie Carrie Mullis, who's no longer with us. The guy who invented the PCR test. Did I guess tell you about him? Him. Uh, he's not a big fan of Fauci, and I, I just kind of think this is hilarious. Go. What is it? What What is it about humanity? That, that, that it wants to go to all the details and stuff and listen, you know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking, you know, he doesn't know anything really about anything. And I'd say that to his face, nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope and if it's got a virus in there, you will know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy and he doesn't understand medicine. And he, doesn't, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people and they don't know anything about what's going on in the body. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people that pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't, don't get me wrong, but basically there is a, there is a, there's a vast, the vast majority of them do not possess the, the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. 
I mean, that's a problem. That's a main problem, actually, with science, I'd say, in this century, because science is being judged by people. Funding is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know. If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it, because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people, president of the University of South Carolina, asked Fauci if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body, because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my, because I felt like, well, these guys can listen to me, but I need to have somebody else down here that's going to tell them the other side. But Fauci didn't want to do it. All right, so that's Kerry uh, Mullis. The uh, he's the what, what year is it? Here, I wrote it down here. Uh, Nineteen ninety-three Nobel Prize in Chemistry for uh, in recognition for his invention of the polymerase chain reaction, otherwise known as the PCR technique. Right? <laughs> huh. Interesting. Interesting. The guy who made the test that we're using. Yeah, um, not a big fan of Fauci. Doesn't sound like. Uh, you say he's no longer with us. Yeah, he died in August of uh, twenty nineteen. They probably killed him. Yeah, right? Anytime you hear any, right? That's exactly what I thought, too. Same wavelength. So, uh, just earlier I said it, you know, yeah, Fauci's been in his position. He is the director Forever. of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases yeah. since 1984 under Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he's basically a bureaucrat. I mean, he's. Uh, you don't keep that spot that long. Uh, by being a bureaucrat, Joshua, he is clearly the, the expert. Yeah, expert in something. Uh, keeping this position. Exactly. <laughs> expert staying on top, baby. <laughs> Fauci. You hear, that, you hear that bullshit with Cuomo and, and Fauci talking about, uh, oh, he's thought of us as like uh, Pacino and and what's the other guy's name? Fucking De Niro? Yeah, De Niro, De Niro and Pacino. Which, who are you? He's like, I don't know. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Dude, speaking of Cuomo, so <laughs> these lockdowns, right? Like New York's lockdown, LA's lockdown. Did you see what Cuomo passed? He... he Signed into New York law, which is obviously not going to stand. He's, he's, he's banning the sale and purchase of uh, Confederate and Nazi symbols. Mm. Just he's making it illegal to sell them and any illegal to, 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 to have them out anywhere, you know, public, blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, you do understand. Well, I appreciate what you're going for here. That is a direct violation of the First Amendment, my friend. Yeah. You're allowed to be a fucking dickhead and, and wave your banner if you want to. It's kind of a thing we have That's in this country. free speech. Yeah. Right? And he knows it's not going to work, but he did it anyways. So, Cause a lot have you, did y'all talk about in y'all's last podcast of all the people that are the, the max ex exile from California? Uh, what do you mean? Like oh, people uh, just moving well, out? You, mean the tech you know, companies? it was first Joe Rogan. Now, now, obviously, Elon Musk is coming over here. Right. They're they're all leaving California, yeah. and that's the pro well. Again, we keep saying you know whatever y'all voted for, leave it over there. Yeah, but. that's a big problem. Uh, Oracle's headquarters. Moving I think they heard that too. They are moving too. They like the the non state taxes. It's pretty simple. Yeah, that kind of concerns me in a lot of ways. Um, mostly because I want Texas to break off from the rest of the United States. Like I'm a big uh, proponent, and um, it's it's I think it's pretty ridiculous that you know what 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 they. Okay, they're going to tell us it's 80, 80 million voted for one person and 74 million voted for the other person, right? So, I mean, it's not quite 50-50, but it's pretty darn close to 50-50. And yet, you know, the other 48 are supposed to live by what the other 51 decided. That That's how ridiculous uh, democracy is, right? It's like, you know, I, I say this all the time. Democracy is nothing more than two, uh, two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. You know what I mean? 
like majority gets to rule. Why can't we just break up and you guys live how you want to live and you can have, you know, California can have high state taxes and, you know, so on and so forth. And Texas can live like they can live. And, you know, we can have some kind of um, loose agreement that if anybody invades, uh, you know, North America, that we all band together and kick them out. Otherwise, you know. Oh, no, because they're going to all come to Texas where that's where all the guns are at. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was listening so, to. If anybody invades America, they're going to be like, well, I'm going to hit California first. And I'm going to hit over here first because these dumbasses gave all their guns up. I was, um, and I'm going to hit Texas last because those people are crazy. Well, Texas, Wyoming, and the Dakotas don't go over there without guns. I was listening to a podcast today, and it was, and it was, um, it was an interview of a couple of guys that were kind of the front part, front a, a part of the movement of the um, 3D printing of guns, and how they're basically, you know, they basically explain how, I mean, what they're doing now. I mean, they, they broke it down. I'll talk to you about it maybe off air next. It's not, it's not interesting for everybody to hear. But one of the things they were talking about was like, what's the old saying about the United States and how many guns they have? And these guys were predicting that. There may be something like, I can't remember the numbers, but it was like a ridiculous amount of billions of guns in the United States. Because, you know, there's there's an old adage that, you know, China can never invade the continental United States because there's a gun under every blade of grass. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that's that, that's how, and it's, and yeah, we always talk about Texas. Yeah, Texas may be even more heavily, there might be a couple guns under each blade of grass in Texas. Um, but yeah, the United States is well armed. You know, there's pockets of where they've taken people's guns away. But largely, you know, <laughs> America's got a lot of guns. That's, that's a thing. Texas may have more, but that, I don't think that changes anything about um, breaking this thing up. You know, let's separate peaceably. You know what I mean? Let's let's do it in a way that just says, you go your way, we go our way. No? There, there, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know necessarily secession is the answer, but I, I understand your concept because we've talked about this at, at length. Um, you know, should we all have to follow the rules imposed by, you know, a federal, like the federal government? Again, we talk about this specifically. You know, I can say, hey, everybody's coming over here from California that has influence and money, right? So that'll probably mean that we can push Texas to be one of the next states that goes with, you know, the normal National Organization Reformation of Marijuana Laws, right? So we can become a state that goes green, if you will, right? Um, a lot okay. of states did that. California, these rich people might be able to influence that. You think? What do you mean by There's rich people? I don't understand that. Elon Musk, Oracle. Oh, you mean, I mean the actual moving the businesses and such. And I think that's a I think it's a business move because the of course it's a business the, move. But I'm saying that the that business kind of economic influence. climate in Texas is more advantageous to those people than sure. California. Also, the lockdown I think is going to is is really showcasing that idea of which states you know the hard lockdown states versus the looser lockdown states you know I mean we talked about it in the garage earlier about how crazy it is that 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 California you know they're shutting down outdoor dining they only had outdoor dining these restaurants and now they're shutting down outdoor dining like these people they're basically telling these people you cannot operate it doesn't matter if you want to serve a product and it doesn't matter if someone wants to come buy it from you you're not allowed to do it you know in a certain way which is which is pretty intrusive, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Well, and, and so let's look at. I've got the CDC's website pulled up still earlier. If you look at these deaths broken down, right? Why? Are, why does LA think they need to lock it down? Crazy. They're recording and reporting seven thousand and seventy-nine COVID deaths for the year. They've also had a total of sixty-five thousand five hundred and seventy-two other deaths. Mm-hmm. Right, we don't do this for any kind of other. You're not, you know you're like, not locking down the other sixty-five thousand. Whatever happened to these sixty? I mean, I can go pull it. Does it doesn't matter? The point is, it's an exponentially larger number. Right. It's not like, 
it's if if COVID was the global killer, then year-to-date deaths across the globe would you would see a massive spike, yeah. right? Yeah. And last time I saw it was something in the neighborhood two point four, two point five million. Not, we're not annually, seeing, right? yeah, we're not seeing any any kind of spikes year over year in mortality rate, which is which is crazy. Goes back to like, but, like the last decade, we see almost the same numbers. I th- listen, if if th- I don't know if I don't know if what it was, I don't know if it was because it was a presidential year. I don't know if it was some kind of, um, I don't know if this is part of the you know the deep down down conspiracy of the Great Reset where they're trying to shut things down so they can break things down and you know, draw more control to the, whatever the Illuminati or whatever the hell you want to say. I don't know if it's that, but like in any other year, COVID would be getting like a walk this summer. You know what I mean? That would be the attention I, that it deserved would be like, just, just, you know, like maybe a 5k. You know what I mean? That's all. It, I, that's I, all it would have been. I, I, I don't, I don't think it's that at all. I, th- I think it is the same thing we see with, uh, with HSC in the work, look when in the workforce, everything else is, there's nobody wants to be held accountable. You know, you, you don't want to be the guy that made that decision. That's it. So the more conservative, the more conservative. The yeah, more but conservative this is not conservative. The, the problem with this is, the, but the the harm that this is doing is, fa- it's easy to see. Yeah. The but, harm but that again, it's doing I mean, is far worse. These guys, they're voted in, right? And that's all they're trying to get is voted in the next time. Nobody's got the spine to say. Well, that's what I'm saying. But work, who's, right? so who's like Mike Rowe, okay, listen. Mike Rowe says it should be safety third, safety fourth. Right now, everything's safety first. And that's the whole thing is because if you do become that person and something, that look, I mean, look at Abbott, right? When Abbott opened back up and then he had a crawfish back out and opened up again. Now he finally said, you know what? I'm not going to, I don't care. I don't care. It's going to stay open. We're going to do what we got to do. There's not a lot of people going to do that. Abbott said, screw it. I'm, I'm, if I don't get voted in, I don't get voted in. But the majority of these guys, that's not what he said. That's not, he, he if was... I don't shut this in and, and the, the cases go up and I don't know enough about it, I won't get voted back in and I'm done. But we, but listen, that's all they care about. We've already decided that the cases is bullshit. Okay, somebody. There need to be more people, more, uh, more. I don't know, fucking motherfuckers who think who said, listen, this case shit is bullshit. I don't care what they tell us, and it's 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 crazy that I mean it, it's all up and down. The doctors are in on it. You know what I mean? It, it, they're they're complicit in it, right? So, like, listen, it, this this science is not it, it's it, it's not that. I have to go through Twitter to find these clips of people that are telling us about the PCR test and how the cycle rate is important, right? How Dr. Fauci himself is saying the cycle rate is important. There's no evidence out there. There's not one peer-reviewed, double-blind study um, out there except for the Denmark which study which about masks is what I'm trying to get to that, that says that wearing a mask in any capacity is any good except for the Denmark and under perfect conditions, meaning... Meaning the mask is worn, N95 mask is worn perfectly over the nose, perfectly over the mouth. It's changed out three or four times. You know, your hand, once your hand touches it, it changed out under perfect conditions. It was negligible at best that masks did anything, right? That's actual science. But none of the scientists are actually, you know, talking about that. They hid that report, you know, for like two months. They put it off because, well, I don't know, maybe because there was a presidential election going on, right? right? Well, speak, so but speak. My, point, my point is... It's all fucking bullshit. Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. Speaking of presidential elections, right? One of the things, obviously, the election's over. President-elect Joe Biden has won the Electoral College, blah, blah, blah. One of the things he's come out and said. Somebody should tell him. Well, he, he said that he wants to, have to do 100 days of mask, <laughs> ma- not a mandate, because he understands you can't make it a ma- mandate, but he wants to put, the, you know, that everybody, we re- want to require it as strongly as we can using a different word. It doesn't matter. It's 100 days. Well, my first and only question to that is why? What fucking difference is it going to make for a hundred days? Because we we we've, we've played this game already, right? 
Yeah, like, hold on, hold on. Hold on, look, guys, I mean, I work for a huge corporation. Hold on one second, George, hold on one second. numbers just come out, so you know what, let's do 90 days. Right, well, hold on, hold on. The reason I was asking is, what's the science behind that number? It's not. Well, New Zealand reported yesterday 100 days COVID-free. Australia reported today 100 days COVID hold free. on, hold on. As far New as, Zealand's a freaking island. I yeah. okay? I, again, it's a small island. I understand. Oh, so is Australia. Anybody what I'm saying is, why, why is this? Why are we? Why are we fixating? States. Why are we fixating on a hundred right now? What? It was just in quick research. I found these three different things, right? And I'm like, oh no, no, it's a mile, dude. It's it's no different than we do at work. This many days. Well, listen. Without injury free, they go accident free. It's a hundred days. Then it's you know. 200 days and then it's 365 I think, for the year and then it becomes this number and it becomes that number. I think specifically for the president is is and I can't remember there there, there is a reason why and there's a president who did something in the first 100 days but that's since that president did that thing the first 100 days is um, is is right, like a right. thing about what you, I'm yeah, going to do in my yeah, first 100 days and so I think that 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 ties into that but here's okay, fair, me, fair. listen in covid math right which is kind of like dog math um 14 days to end to to sl- what was it to flatten the curve, curve. turn to nine months okay so if we take two weeks what, how, do the math for me nick and figure out how long 100 days of mask is going to be oh so of course you want to know if two weeks yeah, yeah. is equivalent to nine months or right. eight months right eight months yeah yeah two, two equals eight so how long is 100 days going to be oh right. jesus yeah 13 years something like that yeah, basically uh, we will be free of covid in uh, twenty thirty four. No, no, that's just no mask. That's what I'm oh. saying. The hundred hundred days of hundred hundred days of masks. Yeah. The math of that is like thirteen years, something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Based on based on what we're going right now, that alone is like listen. Twenty thirty four. We can't we can't we can't trust all, the politicians all, all, at all. All the numbers are dropping. What is that? What are we looking at there, George? Yeah. That is John Hopkins University. That is the state by state of who is dropping from the numbers from a few days ago. The only state right now that has any issues right now is Tennessee. The rest of them, all the numbers are yeah. dropping. Yeah, what's really interesting also about that is we are now, uh, what, I think three weeks after Thanksgiving, which was supposed to be... The spike. Yeah, the new spike was going to be Thanksgiving. Don't see your, your grandma. Stay away Do from not family. see family. And I know countless people that I heard about who are canceling Thanksgiving or making it smaller than they typically did because they didn't want to see family members because they were the, usually it was the old people that they'd scared the old people home in a lot of ways, which I think is super sad because gosh darn it, man, that's, that's absolutely crazy that they would scare well, so people. So you remember when this started, right? There was, there was a, we talked about it too. It was like a 70, 30 split in the beginning. 30% of the populace was all about the masks and there was probably a good 70% that wanted to fight back on it, saying you're crazy, it made no sense. And then it almost flipped overnight because of of social media, right? Every single person was being berated for not wearing a mask. How dare you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was, it was a political thing, too. Well, also it, because it, it's, that's what I was about to say, we don't see those anymore. That's died off on social media. Maybe I'm not following the right people, or maybe it's just not news anymore. Maybe it's not headlines, right? You mean, they, like the mask wearing? or the No, the... the Remember when when there was anybody walk into a store and throw a tantrum and we'd have a viral video? The Karens. Of, yeah, yeah. Well, anybody. It didn't matter. It was the anti-maskers versus everybody else, right? No, we, I think there's still some anti-maskers out there. I don't think that that has gone away yet. Um, and we're just not seeing it on social media anymore. Then it's, um, it's nowhere near as viral. How maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, you know, I I was gonna you know tag onto that. To tell, guys, to tell you the truth, 
Like I, I find myself walking through the store with a mask on and I, I've seen a mom and a dad or a mom and a dad and a kid or whatever. And they're walking through the store with the mask on. I'm originally the guy that was like, you know, fuck the mask. I don't, I don't give a shit about it. But now I've, I've conformed like, all right, whatever, just leave me the fuck alone. And then I see this guy walking without a mask and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. Like I literally have to like tell myself I'm not going to say anything because it doesn't fucking matter. You what? Really? I saw yeah, I don't tell him anything. the well, last, it's, it, but it's like, you want to tell him know, something? The, the thought pops in my head. Mm. It has to be like a literal, like cognitive thing. Like, Fuck it, don't say shit. There's no reason to tell this guy anything about him not wearing a mask. Fuck let me it. let me tell you an interesting um different thought that I had the last time I went to the grocery store and I saw a lady walking around without a mask on. I thought, mm, dang it, good for you. I wish I had the balls you have to fucking walk around without a mask on, because here I am with my mask on and you exactly. are the, freaking the not. only store I go in all the time without a mask on is the gas station in front of my neighborhood. Uh, yeah, I forget to wear my mask often. Oh, I don't forget. I just don't wear it. No, I that's my that's what I tell myself in the head. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna walk in and, and if they say anything, it's it's like almost like when I was like 20 buying beer. I'm just gonna walk in like, like I know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was in the liquor store the other day and I like, got three feet out of my truck, and you know it's like maybe three more, five more feet to the door, and I kind of looked back and I looked at the door and I was like, I'm just going for it. You know what I mean? And I went in there and I was like, man, I feel like I feel like I'm like 19 buying liquor for the first time. Did they give you any problems? They say no. They were happy to take my money. They did not say one thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, like they were wearing their masks down, and when I walked in, they pulled their masks up. So it's like, I mean, come on, it's, so it's they all were, fucking they were, show. They were rocking the chin diapers. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you've seen? Tell me, you guys have seen uh, South Park's uh, pandemic special? Uh-huh. I have not watched no. South Park in years. No, my well, friend. They, they did a pandemic special. It was great because it was. And they, I should probably say decades. There was, um, <laughs> there was, there was, there was anti-maskers, and then there was those that wanted uh, to make sure that if if you uh, would please wear a chin diaper, mm. not actually wear it because everybody's wearing the mask on their fucking yeah. chin. On their, oh yeah, yeah. That was the whole thing. I was like, that's just great. I mean, they just nailed it. They nailed everything on that episode. Um, so. What we really have, Kevin, and it's interesting you, the way you approach that. And you said that you know there's there was a cognitive thought where you you want to say something. And you're like, you know what? It's not even worth my time or effort. There's there's two thoughts I have. There's one is you've you've you said you conform, but the other is it's like it's been beaten in enough that you know you're just going to follow the rule or the norm, if you will, and you're not going to worry about the other. Which is like the other. I like that part, but it, what has happened is is exactly that. Every one of us is. We wear a mask when we go most places. Mm. We just do. Mm. Because that has now somehow become the norm. Uh. It's also, right, like the, the pushback from the people has to be now, okay, it can be the norm, but it can also be the norm if we don't fucking wear it. And you, 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 and you the ones who choose to wear it, don't say anything about it. You know, I think mostly my issue is it should be a government mandate. Well, no, you know what I mean? If, no. if, and, and also, if a private business wants to mandate masks in their business, even after the COVID you know, think whatever back to normal. If they want to continue having that practice, that should be their business, you know, and you should make your, you know, purchasing decisions based on, you know, what's important to you, you know, is their product so important you're willing to put a mask on to go in there and buy it? Or are your principles of, you know, I don't have to wear a mask. So I'm not going to wear a mask. Right. That That's it. That's what, you know, so Liberty and let, freedom. Let me in, ask you a question. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. If going back to that that thing you you put out earlier of the, the interview if fauci sat and in inter- got in the interview and there was a panel of doctors 
right? The experts of the world. Let's put 10 of these bad boys out there, right? And the, those 10 guys sat there and said, hey, guys, this is what you need to do. This is what needs to be done to, to curve, you know, to, 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 to flatten the curve. Would we do it? Or is it just the fact that Fauci's in that position and he's a government guy and everybody goes, you know what? These government people are idiots. Um, here's, here's, what, what is right, it? What, hold on, time out, time out, time out. What is it? What is it? Government's even, even business. That, even that video that they put out, I don't know, several months ago where they had all these guys in lab coats and they were over there talking about, oh, you know, you can, you can do it by putting this kind of medication. And they, 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 there was this, this black lady, right? They were talking yeah. about how much of a quack she was and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. That was, if um... you literally had a panel of doctors and said, these are the best of the best, right? This mm-hmm. is the guy that created the PCR test. This is the guy that did this. Yeah, but, it, this. but I think you have to, it's, it's subjective on who the best of the best is. You know what I mean? And, and that's, I think that's I what agree, we're, that's a what problem. I mean is, would it make a difference with that or versus the fact that we're hearing it from one guy that he's been there since the 80s this is his career. He's basically a career politician slash doctor, mm-hmm. and everybody goes, "Eh." Would it make a difference? Uh, I'm just asking the question. I don't know. Well, here's the deal. I wonder what it is of a difference that we're trying to make. Like my problem is the government doesn't have any right telling businesses they can't conduct business. Like well, they, well, there should well, be no lockdown. No, 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 um, correlation between smoking cigarettes and lung cancer. Don't you think they had panels? Don't you think they had fucking you know you know? Don't you think Absolutely. it was a fucking big yeah. deal for like years and years and years and years and years and years? Like people are gonna do what they're gonna do. You know what I mean? Is that what you're trying to say? Like that? that no, no. I, I, like that. I disagree. Does, I that, does that scare people? What I what back then, right? Nobody listened to it. The, the the access to the information wasn't where it's at now, right? The access is there now. Okay. Anybody can go look up anything they want, whether whether it's Pro anything they want to go look up, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna find. You're gonna go. You're gonna get somebody to tell you that what you're saying is correct, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is everybody's looking at the government, saying, "Hey, this is what these guys are saying," and I've got this guy named Fauci. Don't. I mean, do you think it would have been any different if if they would put, I don't know, the Nobel Peace Prize guys, call them whoever you want to say the. In Fauci's say, you know position, what? it's no, not he's, just him. He's, he's saying guys, if instead, 10, instead of if, best guys in if the instead world, of Anthony Fauci being the guy and talking to us and telling the public about it, what he's saying is if you had a, an actual panel of noted experts uh, that were not. Not uh, partisan. No, no, no. Not uh, academics, but actual doctors who worked directly in infectious disease. Right. You had okay. The l- top of the. What he's saying is, if we had a panel of those people instead of Fauci up there talking to us, a panel of okay. Pick your then doctors, what? Pick then, your specialist. Then what? And they said, hey, this is what we actually need to do. This is what is going on. These are the real numbers. This is the truth. This is what we need to do. What this is what you need to do. Okay. He's saying, would we would we feel differently about whatever directive at that point? And it's all hypothetical. Well, yeah, right? yeah, okay, but I guess I guess. So that, the real question is, could they make a panel enough of, of enough experts that we would believe what would, they were saying? Would, would sure. that would that satiate you? The, could, is there a possibility? Okay. Here's right? the deal. Here's the deal. It is my opinion that that not only are the doctors incentivized 
But the politicians are incentivized by the power they are able to grasp under these unique circumstances. Of course. If there wasn't yes. these cases, right? If if they weren't tracking deaths every day, like I mean, like let's you know, what I mean, if if they tracked, we just talked about it. If they tracked deaths in a different other deaths. The same way they do COVID deaths, we'd be alarmed at how many people die of different people, things. How many people do you think died today from fucking cirrhosis of yeah, the liver? Exactly. So, so my point in saying all that is, without the media's complicit push in this narrative, have I have I ever tried to like break down the cathedral with you guys? How it's the political, it's the it's the media. They're all they're all con, conjoined to create a narrative for people to buy, right? That's so the narrative that's one of my next notes. Yeah. So the, about how so the, how it's all driven, right? Yeah, the, the, narrative. the narrative is we have this big scary pandemic. It's driven by I mean, who's it driven by? Bill Gates is in on it, right? All the media is complicit in it. The politicians are completely complicit in it. It's just like, listen, here's here's the best example of why how you know the politicians don't believe the bullshit, right? Because if the governor of California, what's the, what's the fact, Gavin Newsom, right? If he believed that this virus was so bad and re- indoor dining was so bad, he wouldn't have had a party at a restaurant. You know what I mean? That's why it's all bullshit. That's that's the whole, you know, do as I say, not as I do thing. That's why it drives us, as, you know, well, fucking you, you common have, folks you have, so you crazy. Have, you, have, you, have, you, have, you have government controls that are out of control at all levels. Even as simple as I was telling Nicole this earlier, hell, I don't have kids in Montgomery County School District, but I keep seeing it on my Facebook because there's people we went to high school that have their kids mm, in Montgomery County, okay. right? And you had the Montgomery County uh, superintendent meet the other night with the board of directors and the families, and, and they've changed the Montgomery County mandate. It was t- kids 10 and older had to wear masks. Well, now it's all children, no matter what the circumstances, including special needs, and it's like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work. But okay, Go fuck yourself. while they had this meeting, though, which was in excess of two hours long, where they sat at about a, a table with about 12 of them side by side, mm-hmm. not social distancing, right, and not a single mask amongst them. However, here's the real irony. Everyone else in attendance had to have a mask. Wow, that's crazy. Do as I say, not as I do. Follow my fucking directions because we are the governing body. And this is COVID. This is the whole thing I was talking about. Yeah. This is the year that the government doesn't just overreach at all levels. They're literally doing whatever they want, and people are begging for more. Mm. There are still crazy motherfuckers that say, we've got to figure this out. Can we get a vaccine? Can, we, can, we, can you, can you make it mandatory? Listen, we have a fucking infectious disease, global pandemic right now that is so deadly that you don't know you have it unless you go get a fucking test mm. that has to be spun up a million times. Mm. And it's so better. We got a vaccine that's coming that it's going to end up. We're going to have to fucking try to find a mandate because it's so healthy for you. Right. All right. Fuck this shit. All right. We're going to talk vaccines right after this. So vaccine is coming, guys. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's the fastest vaccine ever to reach stage one clinical trials for humans in the history of germ theory prior to COVID-19. Does anybody want to take a guess? Josh knows, so you can't answer. Anybody know what the prior to COVID-19, the fastest stage one clinical trial vaccine ever came out? Anybody? Anybody? How long, Kevin? Years. How long you say, Kevin? 22 weeks. Oh, Kevin pulled it up. He did. Actually, it's no, not 22 it's weeks. It's 22 months. 
Mm. Merce, 22 months. Congratulations, USA, in uh, 2020 and the year of science fixing everything. 69 days for stage one clinical trials for the COVID-19 vaccination. Check this out. Government's been trying for almost 30 years to develop a coronavirus vaccine, and it's been unsuccessful. And beginning in 2002, there were three outbreaks of coronavirus, we call them SARS, at that point in MERS. And they, and this, the first SARS was a natural illness, jumped from a bat to human beings. The second two were lab-created that escaped and infected human beings. And so the governments of China and a consortium of Western governments all got together and put millions and millions of dollars into an effort to develop a coronavirus vaccine. And between 2002 and 2012, 2014, they worked very hard to do that. And what happened is they developed about 35 vaccines. And four of them were really promising. They chose the four most promising, and they gave them to ferrets, which are which is the animal that is most analogous to human beings when it comes to upper lung respiratory infections. The ferrets had a brilliant, robust, and durable antibody response. But then something horrible happened. And those ferrets were challenged when they were exposed to the wild virus. They got horribly sick. They got inflammation throughout their bodies, and they died. And the scientists remembered that something very similar had happened in the 1960s where there was, where they had developed a vaccine for RSV, which is very similar to coronavirus. It, it's an upper respiratory infection ailment. They had skipped the animals and given them directly to 35 children. And the children, again, had developed a very robust antibody response. But when those children were exposed to the wild virus, they got very, very sick, much sicker than unvaccinated children. And two of those kids had died. It was a scandal. And they realized when the same thing happened with the ferrets, that there was something that they called enhanced immune response. It's also called pathogenic priming. And what it means is that when you get the vaccine, it appears that you have an antibody response. But when you actually encounter the wild virus, you become much sicker and it actually creates a pathway that that virus hurts you a lot more than with unvaccinated people. So this was 2012. So there's that. That was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Correct. And that wasn't a bad recording. Did he have coronavirus? No, actually, Josh is going to tell you what he had. Uh, So he's got like a, um, uh, it's called spasmatic dysphoria. Um, It's a disorder where the muscles basically have spasms in, in his throat, which causes his voice to kind of sound like that. Uh, and yeah, that is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. of Robert F. Kennedy, the famous. Oh, I don't know. I sound like a jerk. Yeah. Well, and, uh, well no, 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 so no. so when when it first started playing, I'm signaling to Josh that it sounds funky, and he pulls it up on his phone and he passes it to me, and I read that, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Yeah. Hey, yeah. There, there you go, George. Walking. You could, you, you, could, you could, you couldn't send us a text message, huh? You had to keep it to yourself. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So that George is a bear trap, we, uh, and it's got your foot. So we came out of that, but anyways, the, the point was that was some kind of scary stuff that you know this kind of unproven vaccine that didn't work before, and now we're kind of rolling it out in short time again. Um, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Sixty nine days isn't short time, dude. We had twenty two months but, was the but, fastest. Hey, but can we this. can we agree to disagree that the look the technology back then, the technology we have now is completely different. No, this is the same style of vaccine. That's the point of it. it it's, it's, and it's, it's not the style. What I'm saying is that we what we can do now doesn't take 10 years anymore. 
Mm. Sure, maybe. Yeah. I would I'm just saying that. the technology is sure. not the same technology anymore. No, science, I'm no. not saying that it's it's funky because I, I read an article too, right? Earlier that that most vaccines take eight to ten years to develop. Yeah, absolutely. And here we are, twelve. You know, not even twelve yeah. months later, and we have and one. and what's it's what's, a little what's, freaky. what's I, I agree with the memes that say something's going on you're gonna get a thing on the on the news that says here i took this vaccine look at the, sure. look what happened to me 10 years later well and, and the, the world we live in is right it's very litigious so everybody has to try and always cover that but you know what's the the other part that's crazy and you you, you deal with a lot of international people your people travel abroad and you have people all over the place that i'm sure come here to america maybe not as much now right but if you talk to anybody from other countries when they sit and watch american television they're blown away by what we see, our commercials are are beer and boner pills, and then it's every lawyer talking about every. There's nothing but every other pill, right? Because if you have if you have dementia, or if you have psoriasis, or if you have fucking this, that, and the other, we have a pill for you. You should ask your doctor about blah blah blah. Only here in America do we advertise. Constantly, we brainwash everyone about medicine, and then the other part of it is, the other half of the commercials are if you were ever, if you ever worked in a coal mine, if you ever drank fucking bleach, blah blah blah. <laughs> you may be entitled to compensation. I, I I do agree, but at the same time, I am global. So when when we sit there and say, and again, you got to realize that. Houston is different, right? We're very spaced out, right? So when people sit there, it's not that big an issue, right? It is, you know, when you, when you look at the guy, I was talking to one of my guys today, right? His grandmother just passed away and his grandfather was sick from COVID. They're from India in their part of India, their numbers are just skyrocketing, right? And they don't have the infrastructure we have, right? So they, you look at videos from them, they literally are laying feet to bed, feet to, to, to head in beds in ICU. Cause they don't have what we have over here. Right. So for them, COVID is crazy. Right. I talked to another one of my guys today is in Ecuador right now. And you think our restrictions are bad. He says that he has to get sanitized probably four times just getting into a grocery store. Right. He has to wear a mask. Then he he goes through like a spray humidifier type of (laughs) disinfectant while he goes in. Then they give him a cart before he gets to go check out. They put him through another spray type disinfectant type of deal. Right before he can go in, he gets distant. He goes, he goes. I'm, I'm like getting poisoned before I even get out of the grocery store, right? So, I do see it. I, 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 I see what we see here. I see our numbers. I see what we're doing, and then I hear the stories from from coworkers or employees and what their families are dealing with in the other parts of the world, right? So when you, that's why I was so quick to say when you say well New Zealand, well yeah, we fly into New Zealand when we go to Australia. Some of us do. New Zealand, you can't compare. New Zealand's an island; they can shut themselves down. No, I get right? that, and Australia the same, but right? When you look, when you look at countries that that don't have what we have, and you look at the Indias and the other one of these these, these other parts of the world, they're getting hit, and they're getting hit hard. And, and it's not that that it COVID's uh, a flu or anything like that. They just can't control it, and and they don't have, you know, when we sit there and say we're at one point five percent or one point six mortality rate. That's because we have the technology and, and we've learned how to how to how to deal with the disease. And that's the part I see a little bit. Right. So it makes me a little bit more nervous and, and not as just a hey, it, it, it's the government. Right. I still think it's big government stuff. 
but I also see that if if we weren't as as um, technology technology advances we are right now, we'd have we did we would have problems. Yeah, I mean, there's probably lots of explanations for why certain space, places are spiking while others aren't. You know, we look at Italy in there, you know, kind of wave and a half and two waves and they got hit really well, hard. Well, a lot of it, a time, lot of it's, to me a lot of it's population density, Yeah, right? exactly. That's kind of what it are, seems like are, it, it that's kind of really really spaced <clears throat> out here, right? In um, Texas specifically, and, but like in New York, New York got hit really hard. They're very densely populated. Yeah, I think there's something definitely to be said about that. Um, I want to kind of drag this back to vaccines real quick, and I want to kind of ask you guys. I mean, you know, right now, what, what, what December sixteenth, um, the vaccine's available tomorrow to each one of you gentlemen. Are you gonna go take it? No, 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 all the way around. I'm um, not opposed to vaccines, but a, 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 I don't even take I don't even take the flu vaccine. No, I, don't, I mean, yeah, I don't. That shit doesn't work. All right, can you guys see this right here? I'm going to show you. Um, this is this is um, a lady just asking, you know, Bill Gates, the, the um, doctor, Doctor Bill Gates, I think. Doctor Bill Gates. Yeah, Doctor right. Bill Gates, and just I just want you guys to kind of see uh, his reaction to this question. Jesus, it's not. Oh, hang on, get a try again. Where's the that, that was your volume it was all the way up, but couldn't hear shit there, buddy. Side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ranging from severe chills to fevers. So, are these vaccines safe? Well, the, uh, the FDA not being pressured will look hard at that. The FDA is the gold standard of regulators, uh, and their current guidance on this if they stick with that is is very very appropriate uh and you know the it the 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 side effects were not super severe that is it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh the things there they you know moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose and so uh you know to get the antibodies some of the other vaccines uh are going able to go with lower doses to get uh, responses that are are pretty high, including the the J and J and the Pfizer, and so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them uh, that but are Bill, going out there. And, and yes, I you, think you know the data the better than I do. But the bill, bill, the, the data showed that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic. Where you know it's just. You know, super painful, but yes, there. By the way, are you going to take it? Uh, well, no, it's not really good for anybody, wow. but so, uh, I, they're fine. I they're love fine. the way he answered the question, especially at the end, right? No, it's not, you know, it's nothing but just super painful. So, where's, where's that uh, the little Asian guy? He's like, but did you die? Ken, Ken Jong there, the actor. Yeah. yeah. So 69 days, why, why on earth have we fast-tracked this 69 days to, you know, phase one clinical trials? MERS was 22 months, SARS was 25 Did months. Did you see, like, how he crawfished on, is oh, it, the question answer, was, he didn't answer the question. Is it she safe? Said, well, she said, the is, FDA is, is probably going to do something, you know, said, I mean, it's not, it's, well, it's just super painful, I mean, that's all it's going to be. I've got a government entity that's called the FDA, and if they approve it, then it's, then I'm cool, okay, because I can always go back and say that they approved it. He's like, but what, what do you think about it? He's like, well... Uh, Bill is the sky Wait, blue. Ew. So I'll tell you, 
I do I'm believe exactly that based on what I can see. You know, there's four different companies that went together. <laughs> it might be pretty good. One of the four, I don't know. One of them hurts, though. I heard. What the fuck? Seriously? But it's not that severe. It's not that severe. See, I, I mean, I haven't even read a lot of stuff, but I was talking to my mom. I know my mom. You know my mom's crazy, right? Oh, can, can you delete that part of the nope. podcast? That is actually anyway, going to be. We're going to tag I her. I will tag Juanita we once I post this. Obviously, we think Joel has it. And we talked about the vaccine, and and you know her her and dad are obviously one of the people that are the higher risk, right? Probably the first one mm. that would get get it. She said she don't want to take it. And, Mom's uh, that. Part of the conversation I had with her was like, why not? She goes, well, I heard that the the vaccine is really bad for people that have really bad asthma. Mm -hmm. Allergies. Right? Awesome. And she has has asthma. She has inhalers and and, and allergies. And she's like, I think it's going to be bad for me. I'm like, well, well, then (laughs) you're you're better off just staying home. Why would you want to take it? Mm. Hey, so Um, listen. But I didn't know. I I haven't read anything. I haven't read that actually – that is, have y'all read anything that said it's bad for asthmatic people? I don't know. I have no idea. No, I heard it was it was the the thing I heard was it was bad for um, allergies. Well, only thing only thing I've heard about are these vaccines. As far as this, so we keep talking about you know they keep giving us that it uh, the Pfizer's got a ninety four point one and Merck's got a ninety four point two effective rate. Right? It's it's that effective. Yeah, that is a fucking bullshit word. What yeah. what exactly does that mean? Yeah. If you you want to look up ambiguity in the dictionary for medical terms, it's effective. Effective. Um oh okay. What does that mean? Give me one thing that it's effective at. This is this is insane, but let me the, the the fucking nail in the coffin of the idea that this is all bullshit that they're fucking playing a game with us is the idea that you know, yeah, okay, fine. F- fucking give me the fucking vaccine so I can fucking get on with my life. But what does that actually mean? Are you getting your uh, vaccination this week? Uh, tomorrow morning, and I'm and I'm grateful for it. Um, Chuck, I just wanted to say, uh, just a follow-up on what Yasmin mentioned. Uh, I, just for your viewers out there, um, I, I know one of uh, the, the individuals who we just saw getting vaccinated is planning on traveling after the second dose. I, I, th- this is a source of confusion. But no, uh, this is one of the misperceptions here. Just because you get vaccinated with that second dose does not mean you should be participating in things like traveling in the middle of an out-of-control pandemic or that you're liberated from masks. Mm -hmm. Everything still applies until all of us get the two-dose regimen. We don't think that's going to happen until June, July. And again, this goes back to what we just talked about, Chuck. We don't know if just getting the vaccination prevents serious illness or does it also prevent you from getting infection um, entirely meaning you can still get infected with the virus potentially and pass it on to others so really really critical don't let your guard down just because you got vaccinated you still might be able to get infected with the virus and pass on others so please keep that in mind so you got vaccinated for what whatever happened early on too so we said flatten the curve Stay home, blah, blah, blah. We were talking about herd immunity. And boy, we have forgotten that phrase, haven't that we? That concept is gone. It is gone. We are you, no... mean, you mean that the natural response to the, the human immune system to germs based none on germ even, theory? Was, none of that was even an issue. None of that was ever even brought actually, up. We can actually, first of all, we, we get to a point where we don't need a motherfucking vaccine because there is such thing as herd immunity. Right? Yeah. It's possible. So, so first of all... Um, they they're bullshitting us with the fucking tests, right? 
Then they're fucking bullshitting us with this idea of a vaccine. That this fucking may or may untested not work. It may or may not work. It's ninety four percent effective, Joshua. Does that sound good? It's effective so, at something. So, 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 and then, uh, and then sound good? is it is give, it's going to have side effects? By the way, drug, and sometimes the side effects are equal to or worse than the actual virus itself. It might be painful. No, it could be worse than the actual virus itself. You know what we're making right now? We are making the next fucking commercial. For Merck or Pfizer. Hey, you know what? You, you you should take the coronavirus vaccine. Known side effects of the coronavirus vaccine are coronavirus. And, and death. And bleeding <laughs> out of your eyes, your anus, your nose, your nipples, and death. There's good oh, math. Oh. There's good math that says that if everybody got vaccinated, the coronavirus death rate would go up. So what percentage of, the, of, of people do you honestly think right now actually think for themselves? What do you mean think for themselves, George? I don't know. Man. Okay. I mean, again, <laughs> you've gotten older. You think about these no, things. No, right? it's it's called you, being you know, it's called the, being woke. Okay. That, How many people are woke? Kevin, Not Kevin. many. Not many people are woke, George. Don't, I don't like that word woke. I, I hold hate on. that. Hold on, Joshua. It's not, it's not Joshua, even, George, you ever see Listen, let me here, tell you something. I'm throwing up the hashtag woke. I'm about, to, <laughs> I'm, about to take, I'm about to take a right turn and take a left turn here, fellas. I'm reading a book, um, the autobiography of Malcolm X, and one of the phrases they use in there is b- becoming woke, right? And there's this transition from, like, um, you know, this stereotypical urban black into this the, the nation of Islam black you know what i mean and it's kind of a black separatist black whatever but anyways there's this idea of being woke and um there is uh and there is um a kind of a linear kind of bridge from this idea of anti-government and conspiracies and the nation of islam that kind of tie into um this idea of being woke you know what i mean which is i don't fucking trust what the government tells me about shit you know what I mean? That's the idea. I just don't fucking trust it. It doesn't mean that I believe whatever other, every motherfucker believes. You know what I mean? It just means that I fucking challenge what the fuck these motherfuckers are trying to push down my throat, which is vaccines. Damn it. Anyway, so don't have a problem with the with the um, word woke. But listen. The terminology. Yeah. I like it. Listen, okay. The vaccines were rushed, right? They're uh, dangerous, six, probably. Six, 69 days is uh, record timing. That's They're rushed, uh, right? Also, and they were, th- these vaccines, listen. I, I'm sorry. I'm, first I have to of go all. Back, I have to go back. It's effective 94% time out. of the time. You said how many days? 69. Okay, 69 was when they started to when it was phase approved. One, phase one clinical trials were approved. Right. Here's the deal. These vaccines that are going to market, that are getting stuck in people's arms yesterday and today, these things were produced last week, right before they were approved, meaning they were always going to be approved. They weren't putting the money into building these vaccines without them being approved. Understand? What they were doing was putting so money that means into fucking reducing. That, you know, the whatever day. date they said that they approved them, they were approved 30 days before that. You know what I mean? Hey, George, you're good at math. What's 22 months in, in days? Just ballpark. All right. It's a lot. But I just, I bet I just pull you the the thing here. Twenty two, thirty days. Yeah, six hundred sixty yeah. days. I was, I was being facetious, George. You should have been able to do that. Top of your head. Not good. No, I've had too many beers. Okay. <laughs> the point is, the point is, that, you know, we tell our friends you're smart, George. The point is that we have all the answers. Somehow, some way, thinking anymore. The the government of the United States, the well, FDA, all these guys have managed to not just fast track. We've gone right. we've gone ten times faster than any other time in human history since we figured out germ theory. 
All right, so here's the deal. For a vaccine. The vaccine, the vaccine was rushed to market. It might be dangerous. It seems like it probably is. Um, even if you get the vaccine, you still need to wear a mask, and, and you need to basically exist as you currently do until everybody gets the vaccine. Which but even, even July. But listen, even after you get the vaccine, let's, let's, uh, let's talk to our Billy, friend Billy again. California are right now under brand new stay-at-home orders uh, as hospitals there uh, risk being overwhelmed. Um, there are a lot of governors uh, who oppose bringing back these lockdown orders and forcing businesses cl to close. What do you think? Do you think more states need to consider taking that kind of drastic action and the kind of drastic action we saw when the pandemic first began? Or can there be a more nuanced approach? Well, certainly mask wearing uh, has essentially no downside. They're not expensive. Bars and restaurants in most of the country will be closed as we go into this wave. And I think, sadly, that's appropriate. Depending on how severe it is, the decision about schools is much more complicated because there, you know, the benefits are pretty high. The amount of transmission is not the same as in restaurants and bars. So, uh, you know, trade-offs will have to be made. But this, the next four to six months uh, really call on us uh, to, to do our best because we can see that this will end and you don't want, you know, somebody you love to be the last to die of coronavirus. <laughs> when do you think life will fully return to what we thought of as normal Watch this. back in January? No masks, no social Watch distancing. Watch me answer this question. Uh, no other protective measures necessary. Whatever I say. Oh. Let me take a Certainly drink by of my coffee cup. will be way closer to normal than we are now. But even through early 2022, unless we help other countries get rid of this disease and we get high vaccination rates in our country. You heard that, right? 20, early 2022? Early 2022? That's why I said I put my the finger up one year. Go ahead. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we'll be there. And, of course, the global economy will be uh, slowed down, which hurts America economically in a pretty dramatic way. So we'll have, starting in the summer, about nine months where a few things like big public gatherings uh, will still be restricted. But you know, we can see now that somewhere between 12 to 18 months, 12 to 18 months, and we have a chance if we manage it well. We have a chance uh, if we manage it well. And obviously, we we're changing. If we manage it well, we have a chance in 12 right to 18 months. Oh, two weeks to flatten the curve. Bill Gates. I mean, how does he, anybody buy anything he says these days? I mean, it's just, it's just, well, it's, it's just this all over and over what and over again. Because he's a, well, he, okay, yes. he made a product that made him. It, it's like going and asking Bezos what his that idea was. Like, dude, right. you're a billionaire because you came up with with Amazon. Fantastic. It doesn't make you an expert. Right. And well, the you, other things, just because you're a billionaire. Right. Well, you it's do. like going and asking Jim Carrey what his idea was. Like, dude, you're an actor, you're a billionaire, or, or Tom Cruise. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much. Did you it see that smug look on his face? Well, it's, like, it's, 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 it's like going to the restaurant. Did we put this special day from the busboy? We, we got the meme months ago, right, when Bill Gates was first talking about this. And I'm going to shift this a little bit and keep us on topic, but take a turn. You know, this meme, I've put it out. Many, everybody's seen it, right? It's, it's the needle. And it says, Bill Gates couldn't even save windows from viruses. Mm -hmm. Dude mm -hmm. needs to sit the fuck down, right? Listen. I get it that you are a genius and you made a bazillion dollars and you have, uh, you know, the Bill and, Melinda, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and you're a member of the World Health Organization. 
So's George Soros. Who stands to benefit from this horse shit that you're talking about? Hold on, hold on. Is he a genius because he came up with it, or is he? I mean, what makes him a genius? He came up with an idea that that made billions. Doesn't make him a damn genius. Who, Bill Gates? Yes. Yeah. No, he he didn't come up with Windows. He's it's he so different than Windows. Right, so from Wozniak, right? Wasn't it him? That doesn't make him a genius. Well, let's listen. Bill, regardless, Bill, it doesn't make him a doctor. It doesn't make that's him what a I mean. medical All of a sudden, doctor. You're looking at these guys, and they're like, okay, they're billionaires. They're, they're all listen of a sudden to Isaac Newton. Well, why aren't we talking, like to, why aren't we talking to, to Mark like Cuban about this? All of a sudden, they go interview Tom Cruise or one of these well, yeah, guys. Yeah, why? Why would we talk to Mark Cuban about this? Why would we? Or the Kardashians. Like, guys, these people that might be idiots. You know what? But hey. because, they, because social media made them millionaires, y'all all hey, think that they're the smartest people in the world. You're idiots. George, by the way, I want you to know that you just... I mean, their idea was worth something. You just tipped something for me, though. We're going to we're gonna make a couple of phone calls. But it doesn't make them geniuses. Hey, They had an idea that... Somebody that they capitalized on. That's hey, it. Hey, so to fix Corona, the COVID, we got it. We are going to, you know how Kanye ran for president? Mm-hmm. Kanye is the person we need to talk to about how to fix this. Just that easy. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's just that it. Listen, I, th- I think the, the, the larger picture is Bill Gates and and, and doc, even Dr. Tony Fauci, right? Do- he is a doctor. He's a doctor. Like he's he went a to school for he's all an that. MD, but but yes. they're, they're all full of shit. Listen, um, let me get, do one more thing for... Um, Vaccines on and Dr. Fauci. Is a doctor. So this was 2012. In 2014, NIH under Fauci developed a dengue vaccine, which had some signals in it that there was pathogenic priming. In other words, in the clinical trials, they saw some signs that you could get an antibody response but get much sicker when you were exposed, but they ignored them. They gave it to the Philippines, and they gave hundreds of thousands of children this, this vaccine. And when the dengue came around, those children became horribly ill, and 600 of them died. And in the Philippines today, people are being criminally prosecuted for that. So the danger with the coronavirus vaccine is that you really need to test it on animals first to make sure whatever the vaccine is, that we don't get that you know, that really great immune response followed by lethal infections. And it's very, very strange to me and seems almost criminally reckless that Anthony Fauci is allowing these companies to skip animal trials and to go directly to human trials. I think if you think about it too, how dangerous, what he's talking about, how dangerous that is, they will say to you, every scientist involved says, we don't know why this antibody immune enhancement reaction is happening. They don't know why it happens. So imagine you have 100 companies right now in this amazing race to make a vaccine that could literally make them about $750 billion if they win it. But what happens if they're testing it on a virus, right? They're going after a specific virus. We now have 30 mutations already of coronavirus, some of them very significant changes in the protein. What happens if you made a vaccine that actually gets over this problem that they know is a problem. Tony Fauci saying publicly there's a chance that this could make people more sick, so we got to be very careful. What happens if they think they got around it, right? And they put out the vaccine. Bill Gates gets his wish and Tony Fauci that everyone's forced to take it around the world. Then all of a sudden, a mutation comes around and we start seeing it trigger this antibody immune enhancement in people that are vaccinated. Only problem now is we've all gotten this vaccine and now we're not having a 0.1 to 0.3% death rate. It's 20% or 30%. People are having the same issue as the ferrets. You could honestly wipe out our species with a vaccine that was rushed to market that didn't do proper safety testing and that's exactly what they're describing this as they're putting two of the most dangerous words together in every article about this vaccine rushing and science those two words should never be in a sentence together so so uh, i've pulled it back so who's that who's who was that talking 
That was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. again. And no, uh, the other guy. I don't know who the other guy was. It was a panel. It was a panel of like five people. Yeah. I, I've got... Can I share my screen to them on on the on yeah. Zoom here? Because uh, that, that that to me that's a, a, all of a sudden sensationalism. He went from going, I'm gonna we, we could potentially get twenty percent of the people dead, to we're gonna wipe out a species. Come on, sure, dude. understood. You literally, you literally just said seventy five percent of the people are gonna survive. Uh, understand, understand. Even if you did it, understand the point. They, the point of it is sensationalize them, and everybody's gonna die. The point of it is, is if we vaccinate, in a, a rush to market vaccine that we vaccinate we don't know enough about for a virus that is largely i mean i mean most people survive it if not you know it's asymptomatic to them right Mm -hmm. so we've got everything you know the science does not say um rush a vaccine to to market the science does not say overreact to a virus the science says study it and let's see what happens and let's and let's test test medicine you know i've got one another clip here if you want to in a second that why is the vaccine the first um the, the first line of defense. Why aren't there other treatments for this? What I wanted to say is, so I pulled up, um, I just, I, I, this is what I was looking at earlier. There's a, there's a, a spreadsheet or a, it's a timeline, right? So it's got COVID-19 on here and it shows it as, as three months, right? 69 days, not three months, but technically you break into the third month. MERS COVID, whatever it was, was 22 months. SARS COVID was 24. Zika was nine years Chikungunya, whatever, Chikungunya yeah. was seven that years. One. Dengue, which the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was talking about there, that took 39 years to get to approval for phase one clinical trials. Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever was 70 years. That's ridiculous. Fucking 69 days. Go on. What do you got? No, I, I think that that's um, that's it's just amazing. It's, just, it's, it's amazing that how this idea of trust the science Ebola was 27 years like just throw it out the window like you know it took years and years and years for us to study these things you know I trust I mean? science and, and I trust vaccines and I trust ones that we actually have long term and short term studies in side effects 69 yeah. days you don't have any fuck you don't have anything how can yeah. you tell me it's 94% effective Effective at what? Right, again, what's it effective at yeah. and how do you know in less than three months listen if if the vaccine causes more harm than not being vaccinated, then why would I ever be vaccinated? Because um, the World Health Organization has your best interest because in mind. So does Bill Gates. Because we've moved all the deaths from this column to this column, and now we're supposed to freak out about it. Seventy bazillion dollars. How much? How much was? Did they say they could stand to make? Just uh, seven hundred fifty billion. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it's weak sauce. Weak sauce. All right, I think we've, uh, I think we've, I think we've done this. I think we've, I think we've, I think we figured it out. Hi, brother. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So what we do, so so gentlemen. We, we solved, solved the it. problems. We solved that it. That music means that we are moving to our last little phase here of uh, what are you into? Anything you're reading, watching, movies, etc. Yeah, no. You want me to start? Yeah. Um, well, uh, I kind of hinted earlier that I was reading the autobiography of Malcolm X, which is uh, quite interesting. Um, <laughs> I pulled a little bit of uh, I've pulled some interesting things out of it. I will tell you some a really like maybe crazy, interesting kind of uh, bridge. So I, I bought a book. How about this? It's a book that I'm that I've 
also into it is called Behold the Bell Ho- Pale Horse by this guy named William Cooper. William Cooper, for a lot of people, is called maybe the one of the godfathers of the truther movement. Wrote that book, wrote, wrote a bunch of other books. He was he was supposedly a uh, naval intelligence officer that got a hold of some documents and then later on in life exploited them, so on and so forth. Anyways, um, I say that to say that I rented slash borrowed an audio book about William Cooper and this guy is the basically the the book that I bought about William Cooper is um, how conspiracies are in inflecting in the world and there's a part about um, the nation of Islam and Malcolm X not really Malcolm X but more more or less the um, the honorable uh, Elijah Muhammad and um, whatever the guy that, that appointed him his name is Casey right now anyways the point Ali is Bar no, no, it was W. D. Farad, Farad, whatever is his name. Anyways, so so there's there's a spinoff of this book I'm reading about this conspiracy theorist, which I'm reading his book that also is talking about the nation of Islam, which I'm also reading the Malcolm X book, and it's I'm doing this at the same time, and it's like kind of it's one of those synchronicity things, and it's kind of mind blowing. Sorry, yeah, Josh, sorry. Josh has a spider web going inside a yeah. spider web yeah, inside yeah. of a spider web in his brain and pretty gnarly, books. huh? Kevin, what yeah. are you into, brother? What's up? I said, <laughs> what are you into, buddy? Anything? Reading? Oh, sorry. The, the background music was really loud. I could barely hear it. Oh. Is it too loud? All right. All right go, go. Is there anything that you're into, Kevin? I, I'm reading uh, the Westlake Financial Guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You got a new job. <laughs> new J.O. Bizzle, Holmes. Uh, Page Turner. Percentages of uh, finishing it are 100. <laughs> Get her done, Jorge. Jorge, you got anything there, buddy? I, I again, I, the music's kind of jacking my ears up. Uh, me, <laughs> uh, no. I mean, what I'm, I, I am on the side when I have yeah, time. Just just, I got nothing. I got nothing, guys. I don't do anything. I just, I just sit on my couch and <laughs> in front of this computer. Uh, I like to. Uh, my my new addiction, <laughs> I told you before, is reading up on stocks and, and catching up with that kind of side of things. <laughs> Um, I am lately been reading up and, and, and doing a bunch of searching on how to do re- home repairs because that's what I have to do with my, with my nice. old house. Uh, a, yeah, so yeah. Ju- just the things that affect me on a day-to-day basis, not not really uh, anything philosophical. Fair enough, fair enough. So I'm... You know, I finished up... Um, I finished up several books during the pandemic. I got into a little bit of... Uh, Netflix, but the real question I have in all of this, I wrote it out here to the side with an asterisk. You can see there's one thing that we didn't touch on. Um, you know what we've lost in the news, the coverage with the pandemic, etc. Mm, Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell. What happened I, to her? I, 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 I Where'd she go? She's too. still alive. Like you know, first of all, I'm very shocked. Second of all, what does that actually mean? Yeah. And third, did you see that she's trying to get out on like twenty nine million dollars? Bond. I, I didn't say man. bail. I said bond. Yeah. $29 million trying to go home. Um, yeah. Beware. We didn't, we didn't talk about the aliens either. Yeah. Beware of all that, right? So just uh, keep uh, keep your eye on the ball. And we got more stuff to talk about. We'll, we'll be back again. We might. I don't know if we'll get one more this year, but we might get one before the end of the year. Who knows? we got it two is. more weeks. Uh, Joshua, it's time to roll, brother. What are we going to do on the next podcast? Same thing we do everything, buddy. Uh, what is that? Try and take over the world.